Hello, Pastor Deborah here of Agape Love, Love is Here's Ministries, here on a word of encouragement for you in the year 2023. Look at this wonderful video from Pixabay. It's the matrix that's coming down, words and numbers downloaded into us. I just thought it was a great video for this word of encouragement. And this is going to be number 20 of the year 2023. And we want to give Zoom Pro a big thank you. For that's who I'm recording through today with no green screen. So if I point my hand and it might disappear like that, it's because there's no green screen behind me. If strange things happen around my hair or I look fuzzy, no green screen. This is my fourth recording this morning. Husband is fishing, the house is quiet, and even the neighborhood. I'm trying to get through a lot of these for 2023 so I can get on to other recordings. That's right, I'm a busy person. Because after I record, I got to edit, review, and upload. Yeah, I spend a lot of days just sitting and working on the computer. So here in this wonderful word of encouragement with this free motion video from Pixabay, I want to teach you. I want to bring you a word of encouragement to you. And the title of it is, Who Teaches You the Ways to Go, the Path to Live in and Believe in. Yeah, that's the title of this word of encouragement. And this matrix sort of symbolizes us getting downloaded, being taught by maybe just words downloaded, for we are in a matrix. Most of us, Pastor Deborah's not. I was like Neo. I got free. Somebody help me to get free to know the truth. But you, most of humanity, you're still plugged in and getting downloaded from the matrix. And the matrix teaches you the ways to go. Teaches you what's real and false. Teaches you the path to live in and what to believe in. So here on this word of encouragement, we're going to talk about this. But first, let's open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all those that you have brought here today into the Garden of Eden the spiritual place of your presence and delight. Thank you for the visual video that we're using from Pixabay. Thank you for anointed me as a teacher, that your words of spirit and truth can come through me from your words. Thank you for your book, the Bible, and thank you for all the writers that wrote it, that we can still read it today. We thank you for YouTube and all the other social media outlets that will Broadcast this out, and they will do their part to help people learn and grow in you. So we want to bless them in all the tools and all the other areas that I work in. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, we're going to do this word of encouragement out of the authorized King James Bible. It's the one I use because there's no commentaries by anybody, any theologian, denomination, just the pure Hebrew and Greek words translated. Now, I do use a Webster's Dictionary to help me, 
and the Strong's Concordance. I've used those for years because I want to know the meaning of the words. Did you know God had me look up the words like be, be, the, and? I had to have an understanding of words, what they meant. And then I had to ask God, what are you trying to tell me? Because remember, his words are spirit. That means for my spirit, my forever person. And they have a different meaning. And I'll give you an example. A lot of us read the Bible and it talks about that a woman should be covered by her husband. And her head should not be uncovered. And in many religions, they take that out into the flesh where the female must wear a head scarf and a covering over her head, over her hair, because she's not to be uncovered. But the man, it says in the Bible, the husband, he is not to have his head covered. And most of us interpret that, that we should wear hats, scarves, and the female should keep their hair covered up. Makes sense. Until just the other day, I got the revelation spiritually, what it really means. What it really means spiritually is that our spirit, he is sort of, it's a he, but it's sort of a non-gender he. It should be uncovered, have nothing between it and the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God, and God himself. There should be no scarf, no covering, no anybody else. But the soul, who's the helpmate, the wound man, the woman, is to have her head covered by the Spirit. The Spirit of us individually of our three-part system of spirit, soul, and physical body, our spirit is sort of like the husband, the covering of the soul. It is to be over protecting, guarding the soul. The soul is represented in the Bible a lot by the wound man, the woman. So in this revelation, I learned God was talking to us about spiritual things. And he was relating that the husband was to have no covering to be. He was to have a direct open line of communication to his God, the spirit, to the Holy Spirit inside of him. But the soul, the helpmate of the spirit, what they call the woman, she was to be covered By the spirit. Mm -hmm. Not. But people take this to mean. Out in the flesh. But the flesh. That we see. Is to represent what is supposed to be happening. In the spirit. But most of us get stuck out in the flesh. And we don't even see what it means spiritually. So this. That was my latest revelation. And, you know, I don't know when they come. They come at the strangest times when I'm not expecting it, which is good. Because then I know it's him. But I do have to test those words that I'm hearing. Because it could be the other guy trying to convince me of a truth according to him. And him is Satan. Yeah, he can talk. And he'll try to teach you and train you 
and show you the way to go. So here in this video, we're going to be working through a wonderful word of God, Psalms 25, 4 through 5. And Psalms was written by King David, the second king of ancient Israel. The first king was Saul, but he died. He sinned and lost his anointing. And you can still live without the anointing, but you're going to die and you'll die in disgrace. And it's not pretty. So King David wrote Psalms. He was a shepherd boy at one time in his young years. Then he became a sort of student of King Saul, got anointed by the prophet Samuel to be the next king of Israel. But he was a young man. So he had about 30, 40 years of stewardship, mentoring, training, education that he had to have. And he got that under King Saul in battle and war in the court to learn how to serve and do duty and be a service to the people. So here in Psalms 25, 4 through 5, let's listen and hear more about this question about who teaches you the way to go, the past to live in, and what to believe in. Verse number four, show me your ways. King David is praying this to God, talking to him. Oh, Lord, do you ask God to show you his ways? Or do you follow maybe saints or maybe religious leaders or a political party or your ancestors? Or Maybe you just follow the herd because it makes life easy. But David goes, show me your ways. Oh, Lord. What Lord do you serve that you ask that of? Teach me your paths. Do you pray a prayer like that? Do you seek guidance, revelations, truth? Are you a good student? That you can be taught the Lord's path. You would have to figure out who is your Lord. That means owner, master. Some people serve themselves. Some people serve pride, greed, money, pleasure, drugs, sex, world domination. Some people serve all kinds of causes but for the wrong reasons. And that takes us off to Exodus 33, 13. Exodus was an Old Testament book written by Moses about the Exodus, the leaving, the deliverance of Israel Israel from ancient Egypt. So let's listen to what Moses wrote. Exodus 33, 13. Now, therefore, I, Moses... Praying to God, this was him, who was the deliverer of Israel from Egypt. I pray to you, if I, Moses, have found grace, favor, mercy in your sight, show me, Moses, now your way, 
Can you say if you found favor and grace in the sight of the Lord of God of Moses? King David? Moses, even long before King David, he was saying, if I have found grace and favor in your sight, please show me your ways. Yes, God looks at you. The God up there you're going to meet upon death, or you might meet before. That God of the Bible, not the God of a church or a denomination, or the God of saints, or the God of a nation, or politics, or a flag, or a political party. Not those gods. Did you know I just heard a very high-ranking political leader said that the Capitol building of Washington, D.C. was the temple of democracy. Isn't that strange to call it the temple? That's where you go to worship a God and sacrifice, bring money and offerings. Did you know democracy is not even biblical? It's not of the God of the kingdom of heaven. It's an ancient system for pagans. For people who think they can rule themselves and set their own standards and laws, they, they know what's right and wrong. And it was a way for people to have a voice, to vote. Democracy is not biblical. It's not of the kingdom of heaven. It's of the kingdom of darkness, ignorance. Even Socrates and Plato didn't think it would work because most human beings are uneducated. They really don't know right from wrong. They vote for popularity. They vote for their clans. They vote for people they know. They don't know how to be kings and rulers. But this political person in America said the Capitol building was the temple of democracy. That's a good study if you've never studied temples and what goes on in there because you know in a temple you got to have a high priest and a priestess there's ceremonies and prayers and money and offerings are brought and laws go forth and they direct and guide you saying they hear from god of that temple and they are usually in close contact with the god of that temple very interesting if you listen carefully So here in Exodus 33, Moses is saying, If I have found favor in your sight, O Lord, deliverer of us out of Egypt, show me, reveal to me, teach me your way. Not my way, not the way of ancient Egypt, not the way of these anything, but only your way. So that I may know you, You cannot know this God of Moses and of King David without knowing his ways, his heart, why he does what he does, why he says what he says. You have to learn about him. And he says, if you show me your way, I will begin to know you so that I may find, obtain and get grace. In your sight. What is grace? That's another good study. Haven't done that one yet. But I can give you a little brief. Grace is forgiveness. Mercy. Favor. 
blessings, support, protection. Hey, an attaboy, favors, recognition. Mm-hmm. All of that is sort of grace. That you'll help me to win in the victory, in the battles that I must fight. You're on my side. You're not disgraced and dishonored by me. You can present me to the court and I can be honored with awards and blessings. And consider that this nation, this is Moses, the nation of Israel, and you might say, and that you would consider me, us, who you just delivered out of Egypt, your new spiritual family child, and that we are your people, your kingdom, your nation. There is a lot that God was trying to do. One, he wants you to be considered his people of his kingdom. You, his children. You, his nation. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that goes on individually for us with this God. And collectively as the human race. Moses is saying, if I have found favor in you. So that you would call us your spiritual child. And that we, humanity, would be considered your nation, your people, your kingdom. He said, if I found favor in your eyes and grace, then I know you will consider me and this nation your people, your Kingdom, your family, your children. So Moses was trying. He was pleading with his God. If I have found favor with you. Extend that to the nation. You brought us out of Egypt. But I understand, Lord, I have to know your ways. I have to understand you. And I have to find favor with you. And I can only find favor, Moses said, if I know you and I understand you and your ways. And if I do that, and then you look at me, the leader, and you find favor and grace in me towards you and towards this nation. That you will accept and bless us as your people. How many leaders today God could look at and say, I bless you. I give you honor and grace and your nation is my people. Not many. Not many that even make the sign of the cross. They don't serve this God of the Bible. They serve his mama. They serve priest. They serve a system. They serve some other kind of kingdom. But they don't serve the God of King David. They don't even pray to him. And many other nations, they don't, they don't pray to him either. They're praying to somebody else. So Moses is trying to help us. And he was speaking and trying to help King David. King David was going to rise up as the king of Israel in a new land after leaving Egypt. And you'll learn each one of us has a part to play. Moses had a part to play. He was hoped to go into the new land. But he had anger issues. And God wasn't going to let that happen. He was going to take Joshua. 
who'd been mentored maybe 30 years under Moses, went th- was born into slavery, went through the wilderness, <laughs> saw the issues of the people, and he made a choice. I'm going to follow God. He would stay close to the mountain where Moses would go. He says, I don't care what the rest of you do. Me and my family, we're going to serve this God, this God that Moses revealed to us. This God of our father, Israel, that came into Egypt and we forgot about. I'm going to serve him, worship him, bless him, pray to him. I'm not going to listen to those people that are among us that still want to serve other gods. That's what we have right now. We have people serving other gods, people not walking the walk. It's a mess. So now let's go back to Psalms 25, 4 through 5. Verse 5. Lead me, King David is saying, in your truth. Not only do you have to know this God's ways and have to be revealed things so he can look at you and you can find favor in him, but you've got to know his truth. Not your truth. Not what the world's truth is. Not what your political party's truth is. Not what doctors and scientists say is truth. King David knew that he had to have the Lord God of Israel's truth. The God that brought them up out of Egypt years ago. He had to know his truth. And then King David said, and teach me your truth. Truth has to be known and taught. It's like it has to be a seed that's implanted in you. Then it must grow and develop. So he's saying, lead me and guide me in your truth. Sometimes we go in a direction we don't know why or what. And we can be led blindly by truth. We just kind of have this feeling it's the right thing to do. But we don't get it yet until we're taught that that truth that's leading us is him and his truth. But a lot of people, they're led by these days. Well, I have my own truth. What I feel is true. What I believe is true. And you have to accept that. Because that's what I feel. David says it isn't about me. It's about you Lord. For you O Lord. Are the God of my salvation. King David. Was always speaking about his salvation. And that meant you brought me up out of it. Egypt, out of slavery. You brought me through the wilderness. You helped me win the battles for the nation. You saved me from being a slave to another. You, only you. And you, oh God, do I wait on all day. Do you wait on the word of God to be revealed to you? Do you wait for him to teach you? I do. I'll ask him a question. I'll be seeking. Sometimes I get in bed and I have to get up in the middle of the night and look at the word to find something. 
or I'd say, teach me through this movie, this video. I watch some strange videos, movies, and in them, God has got hidden truths. That's why I love this Matrix. The Matrix trilogy is an excellent, excellent trilogy to watch. It's about captivity, dreams, words, visions, how you're controlled, who controls you, who writes the matrix, and about being plugged in, and about being grown in fields, and about the war that goes on for freedom of mind and thoughts and reality. Matrix. God was in that one. All three of them. So King David's trying to help us to understand this word of encouragement that I'm bringing to you today. Entitled, Who Teaches You? Mm -hmm. Remember, it's a who. Now the who, King David said, is the Lord God of ancient Israel. He is teaching us a what? His truth. He is revealing to us his ways that we should go, believe in, think, follow. He is showing us the path to walk, to think in, to believe in. Maybe he's showing you how to vote or who to marry, what kind of job you're to have. If you're listening, a lot of that is training. I was had this call to help people. But the only way that I was getting taught was by my family and culture. You had, you could help people as a doctor or a nurse. Uh, but in mental health counseling, that's the way I went. But you can also help in any other area. Each one of us gets led and sometimes we are going in the right direction. And then God has to stop us, take it all away and say, go in a different direction. I had to learn how to help God. I had to learn how to help people the Lord's way. Now, he had the helping need inside of me. And I had a, I use a lot of the mental health information and education I learned to teach on. Because it is a vital part of us. It's a part of our biological brain and our biological body and what we call the soul. But I also had to learn about the spirit, the forever person that upon our death lives on when it's leaving the physical body. When the physical body is dying, there's another part of us. We hear about it in near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences. I had to learn about that part of us, the forever person. So here in this word of encouragement, ask yourself, who's teaching you? Who's been your teachers? Has it been the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life? Has it been your soul? Has it been your ancestors? What has been your teacher? Who's teaching you? What ways have you learned is the right way to go? What paths have you been walking in that teach you what to believe in? That is that that is your question for today and this word of encouragement. Are you still plugged in like Neo was to the Matrix? Are you still getting downloaded into you 
from some other source besides King David and Moses' Lord and God. It's someone else leading you, teaching you, guiding you through a matrix, through words. Many people, I look at them, I can see the plugs. I can see them in the matrix of the kingdom of darkness. And they're not in the kingdom of light. They're not receiving light. Revelations, they're getting downloaded from the internet. Social media, lies, disinformation. They're working for the machines. It's obvious if you're looking. But I have to be able to look and see it and then take it into the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So this is your word of encouragement today. Who teaches you the ways to go? The paths to live in? And what to believe in? And let's end here with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your wonderful words. From King David and Moses, the ancient leaders of ancient Israel. Thank you that their words are still relevant and truth today. Thank you for this wonderful motion video about the Matrix from Pixabay. Thank you for helping us to look at ourselves and helping us to ask you what is going on with us. Why are we like the way we are? Why are we follow who we follow? Why do we believe what we believe? Why do we want what we want? Why is this important and that's not important? Many people don't do that. They just kind of go about life. Some people have interest and other people don't. But my word of encouragement to you is please take a look at yourself Ask God of ancient Israel to help you. To show you his ways. To teach you his path. To help you find favor and grace in his sight. That he may call the nation that you represent. Which is your spirit, soul and physical body. His nation, his kingdom. Look, pay attention, don't just go on as you're going. You need some help. You need to look, and you need answers. Okay, I'll see you next week. And Father, anybody who does this seeking with you, help them. Give them Isaiah 61 and 62 experience spiritually. Help them and provide them with a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision. Father, talk to them. Send in the Morpheus, the God of dreams. Talk to them in their dreams. Talk to them, Father. Help them. Show them your ways. Show them their errors, who they're following. Show them eventually like Neo. That you were, they were plugged into a matrix. Help free them as you freed Neo. Send out the Morpheuses in the realm of the spirit and help the young Neos to believe 
They are chosen ones. They are all deliverers to set captives free. Father, be about your work. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, see you on the next Word of Encouragement.